Welcome to episode 8 of a Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast. In this episode, I'm pretty much going to let Brandon do the entire damn thing himself because I'm sick of having to take the lead. Brandon, what do you think about that? I think you had the wrong guy for the job. That's for <laughs> I'm sure. Sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon. Have you had a long day at work there, buddy? You know, it's always a long day for me. But it's you know, all right. You know what? We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. That's right. That's a Simpsons joke. I don't know if you even know you made a Simpsons joke, but... Speaking of Simpsons... Yeah. What why'd they get rid of uh, Apu? What is that about? First of all, there is no truth to that, because I think one of the writers said, oh, he doesn't work for us, the guy that spoke on that. He's like, they're, we're not getting rid of Apu. So there was no water to what he said. Second of all... As someone who's been a Simpsons fan from the very beginning, The Simpsons is only like a couple months older than I am. Uh, as someone who's been a fan of The Simpsons, let me tell you that every fucking character that's been on The Simpsons is a stereotype in some way, shape, or form. Apu is just a caricature of Indian people, not a representation of Indian people. Just like Homer doesn't represent white American males. I mean, he's a klutz, and he does a whole bunch of other stuff. There's Italian stereotypes and Chinese stereotypes. At this point, just cancel the whole damn show if you're going to get rid of Apu, because everybody's a stereotype. Everybody's a caricature, you know? It's just obvious to me that people who are hating on these characters don't watch the show. And rightfully so. It hasn't been good for a while, but still. So Apu is staying. Right. As far as you know. As far as I know, yes, Apu is staying. That's a good way to start the show, Brandon. Let's also let's also start by clarifying something from episode seven. Now you went on a huge rant on me about buying you check soda, right? I wouldn't uh, say it was a rant. I know. would say it was a rant. You pretty much ran me down, called me names. I had to edit out all the cursing that you did at me and just kind of make it, you know, a little more PG. Um, but anyway, I was just making I, a suggestion, you know, if you're going to get or and you're cutting me off right now, too. So, I mean, look, that's how you treat me. OK, <laughs> but anyway, what I wanted to say was that I want listeners to know without telling you where he works. Brandon does work at a place that sells orange soda. And they do, but they don't sell like 12 packs. But I was there the other day and it hurt my feelings when I kind of realized I had an epiphany. Why am I bringing this guy orange soda? He should be bringing me orange soda because he comes directly from work. I, I, well, you know, when if they sold... brought me a soda from work? I probably haven't. But did Ever. they get you like coffee or something one time? Or like a cold when? brew? When? Or like some wine or something? I'm sure I When something. did you get me coffee? I can't remember exactly when, but I'm sure I brought you something. So let's talk about coffee, Brandon. You always fall asleep. Always. I should probably drink coffee before I come to watch the shows. So you want to start drinking some coffee? I, I don't know. Maybe before like the shows at night. Okay. You could like, just slam a cold brew or something. Right. Keep myself wired. Well, if you are interested in slamming a coffee, as you so eloquently put it, we actually are very, very happy to announce a new affiliate uh, my good friends over at Ethos Coffee Roasters have gone ahead and hooked this up. Um, Ethos Coffee Roasters, I mean, I've always had an amazing relationship with them. Um, you know, the owners, they're focused on impactful sourcing, you know, so they're they're about making a difference in these communities that they get their coffee beans from. 
their slogan is brew greatness and they do specify ethically sourced and expertly crafted hey, that uh segue was completely organic i had no idea yes he was going legitimately that way, had it. no idea that that was going to happen i didn't know we had actual <laughs> sponsors but if you would like right now listeners of a kenny for your thoughts podcast go to ethosroasters.com and receive 10 percent off with code don't sleep brilliant so get 10% off with code don't sleep. And that's in addition to their free shipping on orders over $35. So that's pretty awesome. Brandon, go get your cold brew. I'm going to get some cold brew and I'm going to stay up all night naked. I'm going to hold you to that. Go get your coffee, go make some cold brew and let's see how different your energy is on the podcast. My friend, speaking of energy, how about WWE Evolution? I Holy felt the crap. energy. You're, you hit the nail on the head. The energy of that event was so completely off the charts compared to normal events. Like, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. You know, and I, I think you were too, but I I don't know if that was because you had gone ahead and got some cold brew from Ethos or if that was actually for the event. It was all for the event, baby. I was jacked. Nia jacked. I was Nia jacked for those ladies. Nia Jack, sorry, autocorrect there. <laughs> no, but Evolution, um, man, we've come a long way. And I mean, you know, we're, I'm nearing my 30s, you're in your 30s. And I mean, you know, when we were growing up, you know, it was a lot of uh, TNA and not, not that kind of TNA, not total nonstop action, but, you know, it was a lot of TNA and sex and, you know, the women weren't treated with respect. And now, you know, in 2018, it's so cool. Like, let me tell you, it's so cool as a father to be raising a daughter in this day and age with, you know, all the women empowerment, not just in wrestling, but in the world. Um, so honestly, man, it, it meant a lot to me to see that event as a huge wrestling fan and someone with a, a 19 month old daughter. So what about you, Brandon? What did it mean to you? Well, I mean, you know, definitely they've got the workers in now. You know, this sort of change perception. Now, I think, is actually the best time to start breaking back in some of the TNA, you know, to balance it out. We need a real rounded sort of balanced roster. I, I need to know not to ask you these questions. I need to. Not, that's why That's why I don't ask your opinion very often. Like, but, the whole podcast is just, like, me saying something and then you going, yeah. But in all seriousness, no, I, I thought this pay-per-view was great. I mean... There was a lot of nonsense sort of going on beforehand, you know, with the WWE promoting it, people sort of feeling like, oh, this is just a thrown together show that they had to do because, you know, the men were going to perform in Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. get paid, the ladies weren't going to get paid for anything, so the WWE felt bad and they are like, all right, we'll give the ladies a little show so we don't, you know, look so bad to everybody else, but the actual you know, in, oh, then you had injuries, of course, and so certain yeah, matches were oh, up man. in the air, and, and, and know what was going to happen. When the injuries and stuff happened, and and things got changed. It was it was looking real grim for the event because already, like you said, people are looking at it as a a throwaway event because of how they it was built. But I'm just really happy that even if all of that is true, everything you said and I said, um, they hit it out of the park. They knew it was their opportunity to shine, and I mean, I I got goosebumps watching it, and again. 
I'm a male, you know what I mean? So I can only imagine what it was like for the female performers and the female fans watching too, you know? Speaking of the fans, I have to give it up uh, for the crowd there. They were pretty amped the entire night. Yeah, There wasn't were. really any huge dip. You know, they were invested in the matches. Uh, they kept the energy level going, which is weird because we had kind of seen little reports in there that it might not have completely sold out and there was sort of weird stuff going on with that. So I'm not really sure how oh, it did financially i guess it doesn't hell, matter hell with all but, of that yeah, yeah exactly exactly it, none of it matters because even if they didn't draw a dime which trust me they they drew a lot of money judging by the reactions and the amount of people but even if they didn't draw a dime it meant so much more for uh women's wrestling in the future the precedent behind it was astronomical so um even if it didn't draw a dime it meant a lot you know what i mean but it i mean it definitely it definitely did well and uh what was really cool is uh, our affiliate, another one of our affiliates, the host behind the hosts, Anthony Thornton, uh, a.k.a. Ant Dogs. Follow him on Instagram, guys. Uh, he actually took over our social media on that day and posted a bunch of live videos and crowd reactions, things like that from the event. So thank you, Anthony. That was really cool of you. If you want to go check it out, go to Instagram.com slash podcast, and you can see all of that archived right there. Um, I have it as a highlight on our page. So, Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What did you think of the, the card and the overall, you know, how it went down, the matches, winners and losers? Are you feeling you know, it? It's, it's funny because I think it's one of those events where I'm, I almost don't remember the results as much because of, you know, how good the event was. It was just I almost like lump it all together mentally. I will say, and ironically, at this point, I was like pretty worn out of the event. You know, it was like the second to last match. Even in that state of mind, I know that Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair was one of the best matches of the year, much less that event. Um, so I think that was match of the night, honestly. Uh, I, you know what? There were some strong matches on this card, man, really. Uh, Easily, yeah. The, yeah, the EO Storm match was great. Uh, uh, Baszler and uh, Sane. Or Baszler Sane. Ahead. How do you say her name again? Kyrie Sane? How do you say? <laughs> Kerry Sane. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh. Hell, even Ronda Nikki, man. Ronda Nikki was amazing, and I thought... And to follow that I, match, you know, they, they, they had to follow, you know, Becky and... Uh, Charlotte and they still d held it down. Did you see the tweet that uh, Becky Lynch did? Because I guess um, I don't know if uh, I guess Ronda Rousey had followed her Instagram, so she took a picture of that where it says Ronda Rousey's following you, and then Becky Lynch retweeted it and said, "Well, she tried." Dang, <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't see that. That's awesome. Freaking savage, and she changed her um, Twitter name to uh, quote unquote the man. Oh yeah, I like, yeah, I like, like that man. I like how she, what she's doing with that. Yeah, it was cool to see her come out on SmackDown with the I Am The Man shirt. Yeah, dude, she's, someone said it, and I agree, she's easily become like the stone cold of the WWE because she just doesn't give a shit, and it's awesome. Um, so I can see her turning babyface sooner rather than later, and people are going to be like, well, she is a babyface. No, to hell with you, you're the reason why Becky and Charlotte should have had a better crowd reaction than they did. That... That I pointed out to you. I, I It was kind of pissing me off because there were some good uh, parts of that match that were ruined by crowd reaction. 
like the shot of Charlotte getting up after like all that, you know, chairs and stuff on top of her and kind of like revving up. Uh, like from the fans the, uh, should have been thing, yeah. cheering and it would have made that so much more special. But they were, of course, like, Becky, Becky. And it's like, ah, oh, God, guys, come on, help them both out. If you like Becky Lynch so much, you'd be booing her because she's supposed to be a heel. So you're not doing her any favors. Damn it, crowd. I'm sorry. I mean, they paid, so I guess they could do what they want. But. Yeah, you shut your mouth, Brandon. They paid good, <laughs> hard-earned money. Money that you don't have to go to that event. Very true. So, on a serious note, I do want to talk about something that was said on Raw that really upset me. Um, what was that? Well, Dolph Ziggler had was cutting a promo, and he said the words, if not for guys like Kurt Angle, there would, wouldn't be guys like Dolph Ziggler. So... High Kurt praise. Angle, Kurt Angle, you're on my shit list because you're the reason that we helped Dolph Ziggler in this business. Hey, what do you think about Ziggler saying he's the best in the world? Hey, even a broken clock's right twice a day. You know that, right? It got me hype, man. It got me hype for that match. Bro, I'm hyped for Ziggler in this World Cup match, man. I think he's going to make some waves. No, all jokes aside, man, I'm, I'm excited in his involvement. I don't think he's going to make it past the first round. I'm not going to lie to you, but... You know, I am excited to see uh, see him and the others in the World Cup. Uh, speaking of which, John Cena got replaced by Bobby Lashley, so it's official that John Cena's out of the event. And then on SmackDown, to cover that real quick, we saw that Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles had their world title match. Um, so, in other words, Daniel Bryan's not going to Saudi Arabia either. It's um, crazy, like, how, you know, big time those guys are. They just call the shots. They're like, nah, yeah. we, ain't, we ain't doing this. And a lot, <laughs> like, a lot of fans on, online I've, I saw are confused. They're like, are they allowed to do that? They're, are the employees allowed? And it's like, I hate to say it, but, like, there's this unspoken rule. Like, put it this way. If John Cena and Daniel Bryan say, we're not going to Saudi Arabia, do you think the WWE is going to fire them? Probably not. Maybe not. You think the WWE is going to fire John Cena? You think they're going to fire Daniel Bryan? Those guys have, have so much stroke at this point that, yeah, they can make that decision. If they don't feel comfortable going, they won't go. And a lot of people will say, well, it's not right. That's not our call to make. I'm not talking about right or wrong. I'm just telling you, those guys have enough stroke that if they don't want to go, they're not going. If The Undertaker pulled out of that event... They're not firing The Undertaker. The event goes on. The Undertaker doesn't show up. Who did they replace The Undertaker with, though? Big Show? Uh, probably James Ellsworth. <laughs> James Ellsworth. Um, Let's get Ellsworth to Saudi Arabia, please. Speaking of which, you were talking a lot of shit about James Ellsworth on the last episode. What happened there? I have no idea. I think What's Ellsworth... your problem with James Ellsworth? I don't have a problem with James Ellsworth. It seems like it. Every episode, you're talking shit to him. And I feel like one day we may get him on this podcast and you may not like it. Ellsworth came after me. You, you know? think so? I was just minding my own business and he called me out. So so basically you feel justified. You feel justified in all of this. You're you're the victim in all of this. You're I'm the, the baby victim. face. You're the baby face in all this, but everyone I'm Charlotte you're the heel. Flair, exactly. <laughs> I'm the Charlotte Flair of this feud. You should be cheering me. But instead, they're cheering Ellsworth for being bad. You're absolutely right, Brandon. I apologize. I, next time, I'll be chanting for you, not chanting for Ellsworth. Sorry about that. That's my fault. You know, one big thing on Raw that was really upsetting, my daughter started crying, and her mom brings her in. And she sits down in my lap, and we watch Raw, and she starts falling asleep. And I look over, and you're fast asleep. What I couldn't understand... What I couldn't understand 
is how a 31-year-old man could fall asleep before a 19-month-old baby. You know, being in the room with the baby it just made me so much more comfortable, you know. And she was falling asleep. It just sort of it was contagious, you know, it just sort of rubbed off on me that I felt at ease. I'm really, really happy that we do these podcasts now because I used to have to tell people these stories about how you'd make up excuse after excuse for falling asleep. But now we have recorded evidence of this. So this is going to be the greatest legacy I ever leave besides my daughter. But this is going to be the greatest recorded evidence of how much of a liar Brandon Brown is. I'm not lying. I I felt really good. Okay. Okay, you want to talk about lying. Here, hold on, fans. Let me pull up my phone here. And you tell me if this is true or not, okay? Now, guys, when you have a phone and you're driving, you know, Apple has it, Android has it. When you're driving, you can send an auto text to tell the person that's texting you, hey, I'm driving, that's why I'm not responding. Now, that text happens instantaneously after you send the person the text. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon. Right. Right. Okay. Now, I'm going to read the time stamps on this. Kenny, at 11.51 p.m. When you good to record tomorrow, my friend? See how nice I am when I text you? I'm driving. Sent from my car. That's Brandon's response. Auto response, quote unquote, at 12.46 a.m. Right. So, Brandon... Tell me why you copy and pasted your auto-correct, your auto-reply text and tried to fool me an hour later and act like this was an auto-reply. Wow. I did not copy and paste it. No, what? Seriously, what happened? So you're telling me this auto-text sent to me an hour later? Yes. It's because my phone died Uh like like earlier in the night. It must have been 940 or something like that. It, It was like early in the night. We were still playing. My phone died, and so I didn't have any way to charge it until I got back. And then when I was driving home in my car, I plugged it in to the car charger, which is doesn't charge it as fast as the normal one. You know, so, you sound like you're making a lot of excuses no, right no. now, Brandon. So I had just like enough juice to like turn it on, and then it, it received your text, and then it auto-sent the text from my car. Yeah, that, that's why it's all, it was all jacked up. If you work at Verizon, <laughs> I'm just I serious. want you to do me a favor. I want you to pull call records, text message records, send them to me, send them to scorngirlfriend at com. because I'm pissed right now, Brandon. I am absolutely pissed off at you. Was, and as, as soon as I, I replied back to you. reply text. <laughs> To not talk to me, you didn't want to talk to me, you sent me an auto text an hour later as if I'm some kind of stupid person, bro. <laughs> I worked at T-Mobile for like five years, bro. I've been in the wireless you, industry. Bro. I've seen suckers like you all the time, bro. You tried to pull a fast one, and you got caught, bro. You got you, caught. You turned the tables on me in the wrong way. No, seriously, my phone died, and when I plugged it in, actually, in like right after I texted you back, my phone ran like died again like it ran out of juice didn't have enough and i had to leave it plugged in again for you know another five minutes or whatever just so it had enough so i could turn it back on it was a mess i was a complete mess that night that's why i missed it but that's what it was i didn't copy and paste who'd you take home brandon don't lie to me um so something i want to talk about too you still haven't paid me for this pizza that we had watching that Shawn michaels ladder match and it's really upsetting 
And let me tell you why it's upsetting. Hold on. No. (laughs) I'm going to read this. This is from an ad from your work. Okay? It says, one day only, Wednesday, October 31st. The large cheese pizza for $6. Why did you not bring this to me? How would I have known? It's the first (laughs) sign when you walk in. Why would I have known to just bring you pizza at random? Because you owe me for pizza. (laughs) So I thought out of the kindness of your heart, you'd have brought me an orange soda from your work. And then you'd have brought me a cheese pizza. Now I feel terrible taking pizza and soda when I come over. Right, you think this is a game? Because now you're taking taps. I'm sick of being nice to you. That's why tonight, listeners, I have something to admit to you. I told Brandon that we'd record at 8 o'clock, and I didn't show my ass up till 9.30. Is that, is that why you did it? Because I forgot to get you pizza? Because you forgot to get me pizza, you want me to switch orange sodas, and because you gave me that crappy auto-reply text, and you think I'm a damn fool. I'm telling you, it wasn't my fault, man. The dead phone, it does weird stuff. <laughs> I love this podcast. I just get to vent on you, even if it's tongue-in-cheek, but I, yeah. I get to vent. It's really funny. So episode eight of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, Brandon. Oh, man, we've been ranting so much we haven't even told people. Guys, we're available on pretty much every streaming podcast platform at this point. So go check us out. Go subscribe. Go on our Instagram and follow us. And go ahead and get post notifications so you can see all the great content that we post. I say we, but... Come on now. You know who's posting it. Who, who's posting it? Gee, Brandon, why don't you tell them? <laughs> Somebody's posting it. So you now, should check it, it out. <laughs> if it ain't you, who is it? If it ain't me, it could be the police. <laughs> it's a sting up. I mean, I mean, I literally had to give another man our social media on Sunday just so that they could talk about evolution because you wouldn't do it. You didn't go live on Twitch like you promised. Yeah, we got to find... Someone's got to fly us out. Can we do, like, a, a GoFundMe? Oh, my God. People can just fly us out the shows. But speaking of which, uh, Brock Lesnar guy or the long hair guy, I mean, hook it up. To fly us out to some shows so we why can you, live... Why are you trying to get in with uh, Brock Lesnar guy? He's at all the shows. He's always got, like, some cool chick next to him. He just seems like the cool guy, and he's got a, he's always got a good seat. So it's like, you know what? I need to get in with that guy. Brock Lesnar guy? Yeah. I, Kenny Majid, am challenging you to get on this podcast right now. I want to talk to you because I don't like you. What? You don't like Brock Lesnar guy? No. <laughs> Why don't you like Brock Lesnar guy? Because his Instagram profile said something about just trying to find my way into the, this business. He's such a mark for himself, bro. Bro. Hey. Episode 8. Brock the episode guy. where Kenny gets everything off his chest, bro. You know, I try to be a positive guy. I try to have a positive podcast. And then the Brock Lesnar guys of the world and the Brandon Browns of the world ought to reply me with text that make me feel stupid. If Brock Lesnar guy comes on this show, we will definitely get him in the business. No doubt. <laughs> We're big league in it here, Brock Lesnar guy. So if you want to take your career to the next level, you got to go through us first. You got to come on the big league podcast and shake our hand. That's right. But I'm going to wash my hands first before I shake it, because I respect you. Not me. So, Brandon, anything else on Raw or SmackDown that you want to talk about? Yes, how about your boy, Bobby Lashley, laying a whooping on Finn Balor. (laughs) 
And I'm I'm digging I'm digging Leah Lashley. Rush, man. Yeah, he's like Lashley. super annoying, but he Lashley. still works. My man, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Lashley. Lashley. Dude, Leo Rush has become one of my favorite superstars. And even better is that like I follow him on uh on social media. Yeah. And he's just off the chain on social media. He's always posting live videos, acting a fool, and you know, answering questions and stuff like that. So um Leo Rush has become one of my favorites. He's he's really like He's really utilizing social media the way that superstars should be utilizing it in this day and age. He's using it to get himself over. And, uh, you know, when he's on air, oh, man, the biggest compliment I can give him is he's the most annoying guy in wrestling right now. And that (laughs) means he's playing his character perfectly. (laughs) So, I mean, you're not supposed to like him. You know what I mean? So it's great. It's all great. And Bobby Lashley goes in and he backs up everything Leo Rush says. So the perfect match made in heaven right there. There you go. I, I hope they got some big things planned out for Lashley down the road here, man. I mean, I, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that uh, because Roman Reigns is obviously out, uh, he's not going to be able to face The Rock at 30, WrestleMania 35. I've heard rumors that they're thinking of pairing The Rock with Bobby Lashley. How do you feel about that one? Ooh, that'd be cool, man. The Rock with anybody would be awesome. I'm a, I'm a huge Rock mark, so. Yeah, I mean pretty much every dream match i said uh, a couple episodes ago was like the rock versus somebody and the rock versus somebody so that's to tell you like i just want the rock back i think he could have a great match at wrestlemania 35 so i'll be excited i don't care who he faces at this point just book it we book it uh let, let's talk about something on raw one big thing i want to talk about on raw that we should not gloss over is uh the seth rollins dean ambrose storyline advancing uh those two have such chemistry as opponents, I've actually always liked them as opponents more than partners because uh, they had easily the most amazing feud of like 2014 and 2015 for that matter. And then now you have them feuding again just with the reversal of roles. And to me, they seem more comfortable in the roles they're in now. Dean Ambrose looks really comfortable as a heel. Seth Rollins is just so over as a babyface. Rollins had that fire in his promo. Yeah, exactly. That's like the epitome of the babyface promo. Doesn't didn't come across cheesy. Just came across as passionate, and I love it. I I can't wait to see where that feud goes. Oh yeah, and how about the Elias segment, man? You just want to talk about the one thing that happened. I know exactly what you want to talk about was when he went to the back. And Dana Brooke asked him to play a song. Go ahead, Brandon. You, you there's your cue. You say it. Oh, this is Barker. He's like, hey, Elias, will you play me a song? He's like, for you? No. <laughs> he kept going. It was so awesome. It was just like such like a rock type thing to do. I just I marked that a little bit. Is that why you let me treat you like that? Like, is that why you let me talk to you like that? I, I don't know. It's probably. Do you think I'm a rock star, Brandon? Psychological abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that I went through a while back. Why do you? Why do I you just keep don't know how to fight that, against man. it. You on? You said on episode six that you're that you weren't abused growing up, and now you're claiming that you're abused. So which one is it? You know, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just repressing things. Who knows? Maybe it's mental scars, Brandon. Mental Maybe scars. Maybe you meant those lyrics. Maybe you meant those lyrics. And if you don't know what we're talking about, episode six, go cue it up. But maybe you meant those things, Brandon, and. You just repressed it and said, no, I really didn't mean them. It makes you think, you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, so continuing on, I mean, what do you think about the universal title picture? I mean, I'm, I'm excited for 
uh, WWE Crown Jewel. I mean, by the time this episode is released, Crown Jewel will be a couple hours away. So, I mean, are you excited about that? Oh, yeah. And I mean, as much as, you know, people sort of complain about Brock being the champion and then being off TV and not, you know, defending it week in and week out, I'd say pretty much any time he's actually come back to do the match, they've always knocked it out of the park. Like, it's always a good match. Oh, yeah. Never doubted. He's uh, always, I've yeah. never doubted. He always Brock shows up, ability. yeah, and performs. And so I, I see the same thing happening. I think he's going to bring it. And um, definitely, Str- we know Strowman can bring it. So I think it's going to be a good match. Would you mention something about them maybe putting Drew McIntyre yeah, in there? I, as like a triple threat? That would have been cool. I was but. just going to say that. I, I read a rumor that they were thinking about putting Drew McIntyre in, and that kind of got me hyped because I was like, you know, I kind of wanted to see a triple threat match, and that would have been cool. You know, that would have really made Braun over as a baby face in that match. But I guess, I don't know, you know, card subject to change. You know, Drew McIntyre is not in that match. Speaking of which, I mean, the other side of the coin, the WWE title, we did see uh, Samoa Joe attack AJ Styles and get inserted right back into uh, title contention. Uh, so that was pretty cool because Samoa Joe was rumored to be injured um, again. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, what were they going to do? Were like, they going to wait until after this pay-per-view to bring him back? Supposedly, or? the finish that happened on SmackDown was the exact finish that would have happened in Saudi Arabia. Uh, okay. So they just pretty much did the match uh, on SmackDown uh, as opposed to Crown Jewel. So I'm guessing Samoa Joe would have attacked AJ Styles to continue their feud. And then Daniel anyway, Bryan goes okay. on the back burner. Uh, they just did it on SmackDown and then said, ah, to hell with it. Let's have AJ Styles versus uh, Samoa Joe at Crown Jewel, which I'm not going to lie. I'm actually excited to see that match. I'm, I actually might be more excited to see that match. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan are great, but... I guess they're so similarly styled, no pun intended, that it kind of doesn't excite me to see the two of them wrestle. Uh, but like AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, like I feel like they they'll tear they'll uh, tear the roof off the place, and I don't think the place has a roof though. Right. So, so Brian is like a healthy scratch, like he's just not showing up. There's nothing like he's not right. hurt or anything. No, he's not hurt, not injured, nothing. He's like John Cena. Yeah, he's like John Cena. He just pretty much refused to do the event. Now I don't know if that's coincidence because they both have the same agent. So I don't know if that was like, hey, you two shouldn't do this. Dang. So what do they? What do you think they do with Brian going forward, man? Does this? Well, the, the rumor was hurt him he, for not showing up, or is he just on that Cena level? Like it doesn't really matter. He's just got the stroke. I would say it doesn't really matter at this point. You know, they're happy to have him back. And I think the plan wasn't for him to get the title or be in title contention anyway. So they were going to kind of, you know, change gears anyway. And um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. For all we know, you know, I don't want to speculate because I don't want to say, oh, they're deep pushing him in this because for all we know, he's going to win the Royal Rumble and go on to WrestleMania uh, to challenge for the title. So. I'd rather let it play out with him. He's he's a strong enough character that whatever he does is going to be awesome. Um, fans are going to be behind him. So let let's just see what happens with that one. And uh, I do I do have to say SmackDown did end on the same fucking image of Randy Orton throwing up his hands just like last week. Last week irritated me. Awesome. Last week irritated me because it was the go home to WWE Evolution. Remember. And I want you to go listen to episode seven and you can hear these exact words from me. I said, maybe they should have saved that for next week when they're going into crown jewel and do something different for evolution. 
ding, 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 ding. Because if they were going to end up with the same image of Randy Orton throwing up his hands on this week's episode, last week they really should have ended with the women. You know so what? It's I feel really very opposed. vindicated that I was exactly right, that <laughs> I knew they were going to end this week the same exact way. It's a pose that should go before every pay-per-view. Every go-home show, end it with Orton hitting the pose. You're going to sell some pay-per-views, man. You can sell some tickets. You're going to get some, some people to subscribe. Some <laughs> network subscriptions. Yeah. People are going to become wrestling fans again. They'll be like, wait, what's this guy? Who's this guy? I haven't watched wrestling in 10 years, but this guy's aesthetically pleasing. And that was great. Hit the RKOs out of nowhere. RKO'd everybody. Oh, another mark out moment of the night. Uh, Tricking the new day coming out as the brood. Dude, <laughs> you know what sucks sick. about that, though? Dude, I've marked out personally. Um, I'll plug it right now. Go, please go listen to ENC's Pod of Awesomeness, the episode with Gangrel. I never knew Gangrel was as amazing a storyteller as he is, and has has so much charisma to the point where Edge and Christian, who are some of the best talkers in the business, they just shut up and let Gangrel talk most of the episode. It was twice as long as normal, and he told amazing stories. Like he posted something from it recently. I commented on it um, from our podcast Instagram page. And told him like how amazing I thought he was, and he he actually responded. He was like, "Thanks, bro, appreciate it." Like so, Gangrel's awesome, man. And anyway, a little convoluted, but yeah, they came out as the Brood, and and I marked out. But you know, it was kind of weird because the crowd really didn't react, so it let you know that it's a different generation of of fans. And the the Brood wasn't around as long as people think, you know. So fans were sleeping on the Brood, man. Yeah, don't sleep on the Brood. If we need to post some brood matches, in fact, we'll post some garage videos of me and Brandon reenacting some uh, brood matches because we can't post the actual footage. That'd be a copyright infringement. I want to be Gangrel because I want to drink the blood. Damn it. I want it to be Gangrel. Damn it. We'll flip the coin or something. Rock, paper, scissors. Two out of three. AKA, I'm going to be Gangrel. Um Anyway, yeah, I mean that was real. That was cool to see the new day do that, and the guys in the black suits, like with the little like fire looking thing. Nice. Oh man, it's great. Do should we talk about the Becky Lynch promo? I know you touched oh, on it a yeah, little bit. Oh yeah, dude, Becky was freaking fire. She's the best thing going in the WWE right now, easily. Becky's the man. Great. Right. Right I now. want. You see, it wouldn't have as much impact, but I was. I want that shirt. But if I wore it, it would just you know. <laughs> right, it just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> right, like okay, redundant, dude. eh? Yeah. I'd be like, okay, dude, we get that you think highly of yourself. Thanks, bro. Can we get Brock Lesnar in that Brock Lesnar guy in that shirt? Can we get him in anything besides that crappy faded uh, affliction styled shirt? I'm I'm pretty sure he's a mark for himself at this point, so he probably gets those printed. Because God knows Affliction's not making those shirts anymore. Yeah, who makes those shirts? Can we get like a combo of I'm the man, but with the Affliction style, like skulls and stuff? Brock Lesnar guy, I plead with you. Please stop wearing that shirt. Please let Affliction and Ed Hardy style shirts die. He's looking jacked, though. He's looking jacked no, in those shirts. Not. I will say. Anybody real could jacked, look baby. jacked if they, wear, if they wear a child small. <laughs> you think that's what he does? I think yes. he lists a little bit. I used to do it when I was younger. Trust me, he does it. <laughs> you, wear, you wear extra tight clothes to to look jacked to impress the ladies. Did they, I wonder if? Well, if there's any ladies listening, probably not. But if there are any <laughs> ladies listening, uh, let us know. Like, do you like it when dudes wear very form-fitting sort of shirts, even if you know they're just doing it to make themselves look jacked? 
leave us a comment on Instagram. I think Brandon's going to post a picture wearing a tight shirt, and we want we want the ladies to respond and let him know if that's a good look. It won't be a good look. I promise you right now. But Brandon, but I'll, Brock go ahead and pause. The guy. I'll go ahead and pause this recording so you can put on a tight shirt and take the selfie. <laughs> take the selfie. Yeah, but no, I was just saying, Brock Lesnar guy, looking jacked. Keep it going. Hook us up with some flight tickets to get to these shows. We got a live stream. Brock Lesnar guy, you sit in the front row watching all the men and women in that ring accomplish everything that you wish you could. You sit there with your skin-tight t-shirts, the ones that your mom's making for you in your basement, and you sit there and you say, that could be me. I'm trying to find my way into the business. Why don't you find your way to the exit? Because someone like you is meant to watch people like me in the ring. They're not meant to be in the ring because the likes of you could never challenge the likes of me. That's like Brandon not sending me an auto-reply text. It's not going to happen. Dang, Brock Lesnar guy. You've been served a challenge from the father figure. So speaking of promos, buddy, I did say that we were going to set up a phone number so people could call in and leave you voicemails. Wait, did you actually do this? I did actually do it. Oh, (laughs) God. So we have a number of voicemails, my friend, of people cutting promos on you. Oh, no. And you have angered the internet. So as promised, we have a new segment named by Brandon. I can't take credit for this. Uh, Here we go. It's called Going Down on the Brown. So, Brandon, you ready? (laughs) This is going to be awful. like a sounds like you wronged someone brandon i did trina wrong what, what do you have to say to trina listen here trina i'm not the kind of guy that likes to kiss and tell but i will in this case you have some dirty teeth <laughs> i wasn't gonna take it anymore it was a bad date i was feeling crappy you know what i don't i don't have to explain myself to you you know what trina if i want to fall asleep I'm going to fall asleep and get some rest so that I have to deal with you. I ain't taking you on another date again. Don't ask me to come over to sleep either. So apparently this is someone you actually know. As Trina has gotten you all upset, that I felt the, the fire in that one, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Aren't we all asking that? <laughs> About you, I mean. All right. This is Jockey Full of Bourbon, a.k.a. the People's Champ, a.k.a. the Lord Chief Rocker, the one and only, and I'm calling for Brandon. I'm just sitting here. 
caressing my championship belt, <laughs> thinking about how far I'm going to bury you next week <laughs> at some undetermined event in some undetermined location. I'm going to bury you so deep. Actually, first, I'm going to grab you by the collar. I'm going <laughs> to wring your neck, and I'm going to bury you so deep in the ground that Dolph Ziggler's career will be your upstairs neighbor. <laughs> so you better sleep with both eyes open tonight, brother. Because there's a 33 and a third chance that I'm coming for you tonight. People's champ. Wow, that was amazing. So, you have anything <laughs> to say to that, Brandon? Let me tell you something, Jockey full of bourbon. My boy, Dolph Ziggler, he and I, we've been running trains on people for a long, long time. If we coming for you, we're going to bring the shovels. And we're going to do the burying. Get ready. I'm taking those titles. I'm wearing those titles. Me alone. Brandon? I'm going to go ahead and give that one to Jockey Full of Bourbon because (laughs) the best line of this week, I thought Becky Lynch had a good promo, but holy crap, Dolph Ziggler career being your upstairs neighbor? (laughs) Why are you doing my Dolph wrong like that, man? I'm just glad that there's someone else out there that understands that Dolph Ziggler is crap. Dolph Ziggler will be best in the world. He's going to prove it at Crown Jewel for all you haters. And why are you cutting like every promo like Hulk Hogan? Let me tell you something, brother. I don't know. There's something about it. Like, get you hype. I don't know. It just feels right. All right. We got the next one. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I heard Brandon isn't the biggest fan of 80s wrestling. Well, let me tell you something, Brandon. The 80s is where Hulkamania was born, Jack. The 80s is where I picked up that big giant Andre and slammed him in front of 90,000 people inside the Silverdome. So what you gonna do, Brandon? What you gonna do when you come on the Flashback Wrestling Podcast and the 24-inch Pythons, Wesley Avendano, and all his flashbackers run wild on you? Wesley from Flashback Wrestling, you amazing bastard. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Listen here, Flashback Wrestling. I don't need all those cheesy 80s promo styles. When I walk out to the ring, people know I got the skills. Because I'm the best worker in the business. I prove it night in and night out. And I'm going to prove that this generation... It's the best generation. PG for life. Do you really feel that way? No. I don't. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I, so. I don't know what else to do. I got to defend myself somehow. He <laughs> <laughs> slayed me with, with, the Hogan, with the Hogan thing, bro. Uh, I knew that was coming, too. I baited you right into that one. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right. Next one. Brandon. You think you can cut the greatest promo against me? I've been searching far and wide, and you can't even compete with me. Come at me, bro. I've been looking far and wide for you, and you're going to get it when you least expect it. My voice, my aura, everything is great. Do not step upon me, for I'll promo you. Have a good one. I'm watching. Oh my Bye. god. 
<laughs> is that like the boogeyman or something? That's insane. Dude, I swear to God, that, that's the Shockmaster. I have. That, that sounds exactly like the Shockmaster. You think you can? No, Brandon, you gotta, you gotta rebut that one. You absolutely have to. Like, like that, or like just whatever the possible. hell you want, bro. What the hell I gotta do? You listen here, mystery man. I like it when there's big scary things under my bed. You come on out, and I'll show you who really has the best promo. Mmm, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give it to the, the mystery man. Brandon, I don't, think you've, I don't think you've won one of these promos yet. Uh, this is great, guys. Like, honestly, like, this is making my day. Like, thank you for these voicemails because, holy crap, Fantastic. I didn't expect it to be this yeah. good. Yeah. Right. the fire. All right, here we go. Brandon, this is your mother. I've heard all Love the things it. you said about me on your podcast, and I'm very, very disappointed in you. I treated you right growing up. I never said anything bad about you. I don't know why you think that I beat you. I never did, but I still love you. Just please put on some pants from now on and stop falling asleep during wrestling. Your friend Kenny, oh, he's such a nice boy. He's such a nice boy, but he seems to get upset when you fall asleep during wrestling. And, uh, Kenny, great job on the podcast. Brandon, you're my son. That's all I got to say. Bye. Wow, Brandon. I didn't know you had a Jewish mother, first of all. But uh, do you have anything to say to her? Because she's obviously concerned. You know what? It's just like you, Mom. You're always trying to embarrass me in front of my friends. I can't stand it anymore. I'm my own man, okay? Growing up, if I want to sit in my room without pants, I will. You can't tell me what to do anymore. I'm taking you on, Mom. I'm not taking this crap. And I meant what I said. I was going to say, I was just going to say, it sounded like you meant every word you just said, and he says it. Oh, that's great, Brandon. It's not a lot of pent up frustration there, Brandon. That was like great. the best one you did. And so great that tells promos, me a lot. by the way. Everybody is bringing the fire. Man, I felt it. I felt the energy. Let's just continue this momentum because I'm absolutely impressed with all these voicemails. Yeah, I got the promo, Brandon. What's going <laughs> He's on back. Here? I've been <laughs> looking for all the right reasons I could cut this promo. And I just found this on Instagram. So why don't you come out and face your fears? Have a shot. A shot at me. Because we can have the greatest promo off of all the time. Okay? Watching your promo to see if you can step up to me. Have a good night. What do you have to say, Brandon? I don't know what it is with you boys to like cut these. Coopsie Coopsie promos. <laughs> you know what? We didn't used to get down like that. But I'm going to turn the tables on you. I'm going to turn the tables on you in a bad way. I'm ready to step up to the plate. Show you what I'm really made of. A real man. Brandon, I'm going to give it to the creepy guy again. <laughs> I know. It's fantastic. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Holy crap. It's like a Velveteen <laughs> Dream slash It's like it's in my, it's in my like, soul, yeah. bro. Like, I can't, I can't get that voice out of my head. The voice is incredible. 
Oh man, it's so All creepy, right. man. Do you gotta like create this guy in a two K nineteen or something? I I absolutely will. Yeah. All right. Brandon Brown, <laughs> not even the irreversible forces of the universe can withstand the sheer magnitude of the horrendous for your celestial entity that simmers within the essence of my soul. No amount of dissonance that exists your consumption can justify the atrocities committed by your allegiance to insignificant mixtures of alchemic mutations infused with unaltered produce that go double for Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> That might have been me. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Father Kenny. I didn't understand a word you said. I don't that's... know who Father Kenny is. I'm the ultimate Kenny. <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> I'm going to do a little alchemy of my own out back. <laughs> to say man <laughs> I think the greatest part of this segment is that we get to see that if someone really gives you a good promo you just have nothing to say like you just crack up anyway, I didn't know to say that I was just that was so crazy I guess that's what made him a great promo <laughs> Ultimate Kenny is the promo <laughs> master <laughs> Yeah, Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown. It's undeniable that you are the weak link of the podcast. Yeah, the weak link. Yeah. Yeah, the worst link of them all. Yeah. You want to drink check soda? Yeah. Check soda. We'll put your ego in check. <laughs> that that, that might have been me as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. This guy's got bars for days, man. Oh, I just wish I had a better Macho Man impression. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I'll work on it, Brandon, but come on, promo. Oh, I got a promo. Yeah. You will get me my check soda. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm coming over, and I'm going to say hi to the family. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me. Where's my soda? <laughs> And I want my slice of cheese pizza. Have it ready for me, or else. Brilliant, Brandon. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> we got a few more that aren't me. I promise. I just I did two just to try, but <laughs> oh, <here. what? laughs> oh man. This is mother.
apparently your uh, your mother called again. <laughs> Mom, stop calling my show and making it uncool, okay? I just want to have fun with my friends. And you coming in, nagging, yelling at me. It's making me sick. Gosh, it's just, oh, I'm so angry right now. Frustrated. I'm going to do drugs. <laughs> I'm going to do drugs. <laughs> that's, that's your threat to your mother? Oh my god, that's great. Brandon, what did you think about that segment? I, you know what? I thought the promos were fantastic. Everybody brought the fire. I felt it, man. I felt the energy. Wait, wait, wait. We're not done. We got one last promo, and on this one, I'm not going to say anything afterwards. You're oh, just cool. going to respond right away to I it. I have to respond. Okay. All right? So you ready for this one? All righty. Brandon Brown from A Kenny for Your Thoughts what? podcast. What? You've been talking crap about <laughs> your boy James Ellsworth. Keep in mind, Brandon, I have not one, not two, but three victories over AJ Styles. So you better watch your mouth. Or maybe I'll push you off the ladder like I did Dean Ambrose. Oh, wow. I'm a crafty little son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, hopefully your podcast is going well. But keep your boy James Ellsworth out of your mouth, Mr. Brown. James Ellsworth, you got to come to the show and meet me face to face. Because when I see you for real, be ready. Because I'm going full force. Because any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Brandon, I have something to admit to you. The whole reason I did that segment was to play that James Ellsworth one for you. That's freaking awesome. How did you get him again? (laughs) This is freaking nuts, man. James, I can safely say Brandon liked your promo against him. (laughs) But hey. Jesus, fantastic. No, here's what happened, Brandon. Stuff that you've been saying about James Ellsworth is available. On all platforms right now. So James what? Ellsworth is listening to this podcast. Oh, no. Listening to you talk shit. And he felt so compelled that he emailed us at feedback at Kenny for your thoughts podcast to let me know that you got to stop saying those things about him. <laughs> this He's is upset. Incredible. The man's Jeez. on the Jericho cruise right now. He's probably paying an arm and a leg to send that video. Oh, man. I ruined his cruise. Yeah, I ruined the guy's cruise. Did. And now he's coming at me. Right. He felt so compelled that he had to jump on this podcast <laughs> just to go down with Brown. <laughs> this is great. This was a great segment. This is this like is easily my favorite segment we've done so far. Might have to do this again soon, but you know, let's not <laughs> let's not do it anytime. I gotta too soon. I, I gotta work on this yeah, yeah, promos, man. On I gotta I gotta stop my game here. Right. You gotta take it to the next level. Go down with Brown, volume two. Brendan actually prepares this time. <laughs> now you know the caliber of warfare that is promoing. They're big league in it right now. Everybody's the, big league in these promos. promos, bro. Those were big league promos. People are messing around. The, the, the round, dude, let's let's both give them a round of applause oh, because that was yeah. great. Every single one of you. Yeah, a little clap track. Like, holy crap, man! Yeah, we need a clap track. We need like a big audience there. <laughs> Dude, man, you know what you might have to do? Maybe if you get some more uh, sponsors, a little swag, maybe we'll do like a promo off. Then maybe like have people vote, like top promos. And you have, let's like, do it. Let's do it on the YouTube. Let's, yeah, let's, man. Let's, let's up the ante. And the next one that we do of this, we'll do a video version on YouTube. How about that? It'd be nuts. It'd be nutty. You just have, you know, 
brother Sponsored against brother. By planters you know? nuts. Yeah. <laughs> just everybody just going down on everybody. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of sponsors, thank you so much, Ethos Coffee Roasters, for hooking us up. You can save 10% on your order of coffee at ethosroasters.com. And that's in addition to free shipping on orders over $35. Thank you so much, Ethos, for being our first affiliate. Oh, yes. So, Brandon, episode eight of the Big League Podcast. How'd you feel? I think it's I think it's all right. At least I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> Once you play it back. Well, thank you so much, guys. Brandon, you want to do one more promo off? Me against you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. These people are putting me in the dirt right now. <laughs> I'm getting buried out here. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't. I'm sorry, Brandon. You you've you've taken enough shots today, I've bro. I've taken a beating. But so you I know we- what? I can take it. Anyway, you give it to me. Well, let me tell you something, brother. If you want to take it and hang and clang and bang with the Hulkamaniacs. I do a horrible Hulk, Hulk Hogan impression. Sorry about that. Brandon Brown. <laughs> you want to talk to the bad guy? <laughs> I got nothing, Brandon. I got nothing. I'm just, I just feel sorry for you at this point. So I know, man. Yeah, this bro. is This is fantastic. Dude, Thank you so much for everybody that sent in voicemails and made that possible. Honestly, that was such a great segment. I can't say enough about that. And you got Brandon speechless right now. I mean, Brandon's sitting there naked, <laughs> wondering what just happened. He just thought this I was going to be a man. joke. He thought people were leaving voicemails going, Brandon, you're a piece of crap, blah, 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 blah. No, yeah. what these, nah. these people came to play. This is the real deal, man. Big Lee Podcast. All right, Brandon. Want to say goodbyes? I goodbye everybody. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to end this episode because it was so good. I don't know. <laughs> don't Brandon, sleep one last on. promo. One last <laughs> promo to redeem yourself and then we go home. <laughs> one last promo to redeem myself. Oh crap, that was a spot. I just got completely destroyed. Okay. You know what? Everybody was going down on me, but I took it like a man. And now I'm gonna go down on all of you. And there's gonna be no stopping it. Mark my words. Thanks, guys, for listening to episode eight of a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Eight episodes deep. Can't believe it. That's right. Check us out on all the major players. Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Instagram. Brandon, Brandon you're like zero for ten on this podcast today. So let, me, let, let, let your boy do it here. <laughs> so I was trying to like write it down and then it's like, oh crap, we're doing it live. That's all good. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. There we go. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube. Listen to us on Spotify. And definitely check up. Wait, we're on Spotify for real? We are on Spotify. Hell yeah, bro. Oh yeah. And check us out on Instagram, a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. We do daily posts. Go ahead and leave us some comments. We're gonna start reading them on air. We might start putting some twerk videos up to get some more follows. Wrong podcast, Brandon. Oh. <laughs>